Hey friends, it's Bill and Danny here with a big announcement. We've launched a Patreon page. For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways, an opportunity to join our show, and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth of a couple of park hoppers. Head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return. Once again, that's patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Thank you for your support. And, and we'll, we'll see you there. there. Hey, my name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park hoppers. Happy New Year, everybody. It's our first episode of 2023, and the new year comes with lots of things to look forward to in the theme park world. We're going to discuss everything we know that is coming this year, as well as some things that we are realistically hoping to hear more about. Let's, Let's hop, hop to, to it. it. And welcome to the year 2023. It's a new year. Yes, it is. <laughs> we have park hopped into the new year. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> I like hopping into new year. <laughs> we didn't get the lightning lane into the new year. <laughs> no, 2022 <laughs> took forever. It was a very long year. Yeah, that was like a Christmas level line. Uh, Christmas was also 18 months long, so I feel like <laughs> that also helped 22 feel a little bit longer. Theme park holidays are way too long now, well, including Halloween. And I know that's like a travesty for you to hear that, but Halloween is longer than the Christmas season. I completely disagree because people take down their Halloween decorations the day after Halloween and our Christmas decorations are still up. And so are a lot of Christmas decorations and we're like- Yeah, well, I mean, we haven't taken ours down yet. I like the look of them in our apartment. I yeah. just, it fills out our place nicely. Sure. Um, my camera's too far away. I'd show you, but it's a little bit of a mess in here right now. We only show you what looks good. Well, we were partying <laughs> yesterday, and the reason we were partying is because our buddy, little dog, Simba, turned 11 years old. Happy birthday, Simba. Uh, so we have what we like to call a Simba Palooza. <laughs> he gets 11 presents, gets overstimulated, and then immediately takes a nap after eating cake, just like a child. Sounds like an <laughs> ideal birthday. Gets super overstimulated, open presents, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's it's a shame that like people don't get that. Like I don't get 36 presents on my birthday. Right. I mean, we could. I would just... I also wrapped up stuff for him, like his bag of dog food and water. So right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but that was one thing we did to start the new year. Um, we've got so much to talk about for this upcoming year for 2023. Yeah. But I actually did something to kick off the new year. Yeah, let's talk about that first. And this is the first time um, I have, uh, or I guess the second time, first time this is kind of becoming a tradition for me. And what I did, in case you can't see me, I feel like you could see me from space. This yeah, shirt is she's, so bright. You're glowing tonight. I'm glowing. <laughs> uh, so in case you can't read the shirt, it says something about a 5K. Walt Disney World 5K presented by State Farm. Uh, 
So I got to do the Walt Disney World 5K. This one was for 30 years of run mm. Disney. Very cool. And it had a super kick-ass 90s theme. It was so awesome. So as soon as... Here's the thing. This entire weekend was a fiasco from the sign-up. Sure. Uh when we went to sign up, the site shut down because everybody wanted to do their races for the 30 years of Run Disney. And what happened was they shut down the site. And then when they brought it back up, everybody who signed on when they brought it back up got in line first. And everybody who had been waiting for like five hours. It was bad. Got nothing. Yeah. And people were P-I-S-S-E-D. I was so upset. Um, I actually ended up signing up with a charity. Uh, which I am, after a couple things, I'm going to hit my Got a pretty charity sizable goal. donation heading their way. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, raising money for charity is a lot harder than <laughs> I realize. It's not easy, especially if people are, are somewhat unfamiliar with the charity. You know, because you can raise money for things like Make-A-Wish and, you know, the Red Cross. And, you know, those are the charities that kind of everybody, it's a household name. But when you're starting raising charity money for charities that are a little bit smaller, it is a little bit more difficult. But you did such a great job creating those paintings that you created yeah. that are still available, by the way. Yeah. Um, for a small donation. <laughs> But you did such a great job doing that and, you know, raising money from friends and family for, for what you would, you did and you reached the goal and you did such a great job. And I want to commend you for Thank you. doing such an amazing job at, and getting that bib <laughs> through the charity after that whole debacle. I couldn't believe I actually got a bib. But still fulfilling the commitments that you needed to commit. So yeah. congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Well, I was uh, I was very excited to get this, and then I actually hadn't met my goal right before, and I didn't think they were going to let me run. Right. So I did not prepare a costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of snuck up on us, honestly. I, it was so ridiculous. All How of a sudden, next week was marathon weekend. <laughs> well, I, here's the thing: I had put the day in to be off on the fifth, which was the day of my race, and the seventh, which was Simba's birthday. I had put it like as a request way before. And so what ended up happening was as we got closer, I was like, hey, my race is next week. And you were like, you didn't tell me. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get to run it. Yeah, I couldn't even get the day off. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about this, though. I prefer that hopefully next year that this is a race we can do together because I am a dum-dum. And the reason I am a dum-dum is because I go to sleep at like, 115 130 the day before the race as somebody who is not trying to beat a time i got up late for this race at 3 30 i think is the time <laughs> i got up that's late that's late there are some people already there that's wild and so i got up at 3 30 i got dressed and i was out the door by four because uh -huh. i had everything already like laid out so i could zombie into it yeah so uh, I ended up wearing a Backstreet Boy shirt and I had painted a, a poster that said uh, BSB, the number four and Eva, like uh, like in the turning red. Like that whole thing is a, is kind of like joking about boy bands from the 90s yeah. and, and you know you, 2000s. And if you want to see the outfit she was wearing and the sign she's describing, head over to our Facebook page, uh, a couple of park hoppers, and she posted some pictures. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So... Uh, it was really, really fun. I mean, 
I had to rep the Backstreet Boys. They're my favorite band of all time. And 30 years of Backstreet Boys this year. 30 years of Run Disney. 30 years of Backstreet Boys. Eh? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> it's, it worked out. Yeah. It worked out. Um, tell the folks what happened to you as you were crossing the finish line. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, well, first off, um, when I got to run the race, when I got there, I was by myself. I was like, I can do whatever I want right now. Uh, I didn't go to my corral right away. I actually waited for the post ride photo post, uh, excuse me, post race photo ops. And I got photos with Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Daisy. And those are usually, they usually come out for the people who run the race in like 30 minutes. <laughs> true. true. Yeah. So before we talk about what happened to you crossing the finish line, what other characters were there? Rare yeah. characters. Uh, so, uh, normally when I've done these races, I haven't stopped for characters, uh, just cause I'm usually with people who want to just run it. Uh, and I just kind of, you know, I try to be very agreeable. It doesn't matter to me. And the five K's aren't timed. So yeah. you don't have to worry about getting swept off the course either. Yeah. So, uh, this time I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and wait for these character meet and greets. Cause there's no reason for me to not stop. So uh, first off, I had um, Hercules and his mom. Did he tell you that you'll go the distance? He told me to um, enjoy my adventure oh, okay. as I as I left. Um, and then, uh, did I say Hercules? I meant I'm so I meant Tarzan. Tarzan and oh, his mom. Oh, that's right. Hercules was in the Hercule- 10K. Yeah, it was, that I was. We did not run. We were just looking at those photos. So um, Tarzan, he told me to enjoy my next adventure. When you um, ran away, did he say, you'll be in my heart? No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I'm trying to remember the name of the really big gorilla, um, like the villain gorilla, like his dad. I mean, he's not really a villain. He's just really tough on Tarzan. Yeah. He was swapping out with Tarzan and his mom. Oh, that's cool. So that's a really rare character. Yeah, super rare. Um, then we had Mushu um, in Japan. We had uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I know I'm going out of order now. That's fine. Genie and Abu. We had. Uh, I'm missing some. There's there's others I'm missing. I can't remember which ones you had. Uh, I had. Let's see. I'm I'm blanking out right now. Um, Genie and Abu, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and there were just a couple other character meet and greets that were just really really fun. And then, uh, as you stated earlier, when I got to run across the finish line, I was holding my Backstreet Boys poster and I was just running to the finish line. And at this point, I was just like having a ton of fun. And the uh, the person who was, you know, cheering everybody on over the speaker, um, they go, is that a Backstreet Boys poster? And I was I like nodded. I was like, yeah. And. She goes, slow down, slow down, slow down. These aren't timed. And I was like, okay. So I'm I'm just like running in place with my Backstreet Boys poster. And she goes, hang on, hang on. And she gets the DJ to put on everybody. Backstreet's (laughs) back. And she goes, this is where dreams come true. And I like started dancing. And then I ran across the finish line in my Backstreet Boys shirt and my holding my Backstreet Boys poster to the Backstreet Boys for the Run Disney 5K. And it what was, a magical moment. It was really cool. I mean, that doesn't even sound real. If I no. hadn't showed you a video, I feel like I wouldn't have like believed anybody. I would have been like, yeah, they put on Backstreet Boys. I yeah. believe it. Um, oh, that's the other one I was missing. Max. That's right. Yep. Max was the other one I was missing. 
um, in terms of character meet and greets. And then um, I know some of the other races, they had Goofy and Max mm-hmm. so, and they were playing Powerline in that section. There's, obviously, <laughs> There's some pretty really cool rare characters that you can meet during these run Disney races. Like I remember seeing a couple photos like Darkwing Duck was yeah. out there. Like, when do you ever get to meet Darkwing Duck? How cool is that? They also had Meg and Hercules. They yeah. had Hades. Hades. Uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Uh, there were just a lot of characters that you don't see very often. Mm-hmm. And so that's... The thing about those is uh, when you run a run Disney race, anything besides a 5K is going to get timed. So if you are running your race, you have a chance of being what's called swept which basically means like you're taking too long. We're going to get you off the course. Yeah. Cause they have to open the parks in time or, or have the parks free of the race in time yeah. um, for, you know, guests to kind of walk around. So um, one thing I want to ask you before we move on to our main topic, which is what we know for 2023 that is coming to all the theme parks and what we are hoping for in 2023. Realistically, uh, we, I just want to ask you one more question. First of all, show this really cool medal, by the way, that you get when you cross the finish line uh, as part of the 5K. Um, you can go to rundisney.com and you can actually see all the medals for all the races, uh, the 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon, the Goofy Challenge, Dopey Challenge, and whatever the heck else you get a medal for. See Pluto. You can see but Pluto cool running on the, on the medal. It's so cool. I'm trying to be really careful with this one because I felt like people were saying that this one was chipping. Um, if it was like banging on stuff, like, so I'm like, don't do it. But like they're real high quality, like metal medals. I think <laughs> I might be addicted to earning the Disney medals. <laughs> um, but real quick before we move on, because we are are running a little bit long with this, but tell me, you've run what four in person run Disney races now? This would be my fourth in person, in person, and then my eighth overall run Disney. I've done four virtual, right? But I'm saying in person experiences. Yes. Give me like a sentence or two why somebody out there in Park Hopper land should run a run Disney race in person and which one has been your favorite so far. So I think that they are very magical. Everything is so fun. There's nothing like running through Epcot and, uh, you know, just... (laughs) <laughs> running past the photographers and them blaring 90s music and Disney music. Uh, it's just so much fun. And the energy is so, so much fun. Seeing those rare characters on the, yeah. tr- on the like on the course is amazing. And seeing the harmonious barges are all on with the water and there's music playing yeah. throughout the park. And it's just, it's a really cool experience. And if you're like a long distance runner, you get to do things like run through Magic Kingdom and run through the castle, which... Yeah. I don't know if I could ever get to that, <laughs> no. but that's got to be an amazing, amazing moment. And real quick, shout out to our friend Megan. Yeah. Um, holy crap, girl. This girl ran a marathon today and didn't train at all. Like, I mean, I don't know if I believe at all, but... I do. This, <laughs> okay, this, I believe This her. girl did it and didn't get swept off the course. So shout out to Megan. Congratulations on... We're uh, very proud of you. On uh, completing that uh, that Walt Disney World Marathon. It must have been a heck of an experience. Yeah. I, I And you looked fantastic doing it, by the way. <laughs> I was literally telling yeah. Bill I would look like I just got out of a pool and that I was like super red in the face. Like oh, yeah. I don't... You looked fantastic also. Exactly. And then so which, which one has been your favorite thus far? I do think that the this past one... Uh, was my favorite first off because I got to rep the Backstreet Boys. Sure. Um, and the 90s theme was so much fun. Going to the expo and getting all the, I got some merch and that was really fun. Like I had to 
get some of the merch on accident. Um, I couldn't help myself. Some of the stuff was just, uh, it was perfect for my collection. And I had rewards I got to use. So there we I, go. I was there for a while. Perfect. Um, I think this was the most fun because I knew what to expect. Right. Uh, I think that knowing that I could stop for the character meet and greets made it really, really fun and not feeling like I was uh, keeping anybody from running their race. Mm-hmm. And also just kind of knowing how the how the whole thing goes. Because I did do the Expedition Everest 5K, but that one was kind of messed up by weather. Yeah. So they kind of rushed the end of it. There was a, th- a thunderstorm coming in. Yeah. So, and that one, we didn't see as many characters. Um, and also, last year when I did the same race, uh, we could only wave at the characters. Um, I'm trying to remember if there were even any characters on the course. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I don't think there were because actually that week last year is when they announced character meet and greets were coming back so run disney has sort of kind of been getting back to normal over the last couple of years yeah and sounds like this one was the most back to normal that you've experienced you know what last year now i'm having i'm remembering it was still at a distance yeah so you could just see them and you could take pictures from like 10 feet away yeah yeah no so nice. Uh, this one was the most fun for me. I think in hindsight, what I would do is make sure that I get up at a decent time to get in front of my corral so that I kind of had more time and wasn't as close to the end. And I probably wouldn't have taken the pictures that I did at the very beginning with Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Daisy. I was sure. just like, well, why not? When in Disney. Yeah. So right. um, I think this was the most fun. I think that I would really look forward to us doing one together and having fun creating a couple's costume. That'd be fun. Uh, Because people go all out with costumes. So I think this was the one I enjoyed the most. And uh, I look forward to doing more races and hopefully not having as much of an issue getting signed up. So here's to the next race. Well done. Well done, Danny. (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations. Hey, what a way to kick off 2023 so far. But we're not the only, or I'm not the only one who's kicking off 2023 with lots of stuff. We're going to kick off this year with all of this news that we have going on. Yeah, so just to kind of recap real quick, last week we did an episode at the last episode of 2022. We kind of recapped the year that was in 2022, talking about things that happened, um, just to kind of refresh your memory on all the fun stuff that we finally got to experience in 2022. Whereas this episode being our first episode of 2023, we are going to discuss notable topics that we know are coming in 2023 yeah and what we're also hoping for realistically so without further ado let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. I, was, I literally was just <laughs> thinking that. So we're going to go kind of in chronological order for the stuff that we know is coming in 2023, just so you know what is ahead of the next 12 months for you. You want to go back and forth? Let's go back and forth. So let's start over at Universal Studios Florida here in Orlando. And that is the Kid Zone. So that is the area over by Woody Woodpeckers, over by E.T., um, Fivel's Playland, I, forget, I think it's called, because... Um, I mean, yes. Fievel's playing. I mean, Fievel, come on. Fievel like, goes when, west. When's the last time you watched Fievel Goes West or an American tale? Like 30 years ago? I mean, I don't think it's been that long. I feel like we watched it a little more recently, yeah. but ki- I don't think kids nowadays know what that movie is. Exactly. And I think that's why 
Kidzone is sadly saying its final goodbye um, in one week. <laughs> January 8th is today. January 15th is when Kidzone is closing permanently mm-hmm. at Universal Studios Florida. What is coming there? We don't know just uh, yet. Did you already say Curious George is back there? Oh, Curious George is back there as well. And they used to have Barney. They did. They had Barney, and then that got changed into the DreamWorks experience, which I don't know if it, that's going away or not. I'm. I, it might be. I don't know. If we can make it out there, we might go check it out and see what's happening there. But yeah. And shout out to our friend Chris, who is one of the hosts at the DreamWorks experience. Yeah. Go check him out. You can't miss him. Um, so he's a really tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that so sadly, Kid Zone is going away. Um, everything in that area except for ET is is saying see you later. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to uh, the next one. All right. So the next one, Magic Kingdom Splash Mountain is closing for good on January the twenty second. Now, can we clarify a yes. little bit of uh, information that we, the other day, we had to look up? You want to go over that? It's been confusing because a lot of the word floating around is that Splash Mountain is closing on January 23rd. And while that is correct, it is closing on January 23rd. The confusion is that the last day of operation will be Sunday, January 22nd. Right. It is actually like shuttering its doors on January 23rd. Will not open for business. Right. And the way I read it was... That it was... The last day of operation was the 23rd. Right. So when I hear it's closing on a specific day, I think it's going to be open that day. Then at the end of day, when we close our doors, that's it. We're not opening these doors again with the same ride. Uh, But that's not the way it's working. <laughs> Correct. So the last day of operation from what we understand from very reliable Disney, you know, news sources is that Splash Mountain last day of operation is Sunday, January 22nd and will be closed for good starting January 23rd. Also on Disney's website, Splash Mountain, the hours are listed on the 22nd. And there are no hours listed for Splash Mountain Correct. on the 23rd. Correct. So that was kind of the telltale sign that the 22nd is the final day of operation. It was just weird wording. So, so with today being January 8th, you have two weeks to ride Splash Mountain for the last time. Um, we're going to wish it on its way. We're going to be in Magic Kingdom on yes. January 22nd saying our final goodbyes to the Briar Patch and the... Uh, all the, all of our friends, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear, uh, the chickens that all their heads are falling off. <laughs> My favorite. Is it a groundhog? The gra- yeah, I think he's a groundhog. Or it might be a um, a gopher. A gopher. Yeah, I that think That pops you're out right. of the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the turtles that are laying on their backs on their shells. There used to be water that it would like pop them up. Now he's just the, a he's turtle just on there. a stick. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, lots of you know reasons why Splash Mountain is closing. It is old. It is outdated. It is offensive for some, um, but it is going away on January twenty second. That is the last day that you will be able to ride it. January twenty second, twenty twenty three, to make way for the brand new Tiana's Bayou Adventure coming in late twenty twenty four. Yes, and just to kind of clarify, when we say offensive for some, I do understand why because the movie that. I don't think you can even find anymore. No. It's not in good taste. I'm it not entirely is... sure that anyone 
35 or under has even seen it. Right. And the thing is, that movie came from such a different time yeah. in history yeah. that it is time to update this. For sure. And so when you, I do understand why some people yeah. may not appreciate the movie it was based on. To me, Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, and Br'er Rabbit have always been Splash Mountain characters. Right. I've never seen the movie, nor do I intend to see it. Sure. And but I understand for those who have seen it why it is in somewhat poor taste. Why it is time to uh, move along. Send them on their way. Yeah, exactly. So Splash Mountain closing for good January twenty January twenty second, twenty twenty three. Go ride it over the next two weeks as many times as you can, and uh, have fun with that. Yeah, and keep an eye out for us to uh, give you all the updates and the scoop on. How that looks on that day. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's going to change much, but. I feel like it's more going to be like the way people are reacting, like yeah. like a memorial Maybe service. we'll try to live stream it or something. Yeah, we'll see. So keep an eye out. We'll let you guys know about yeah. that. All right. So let's move on over back to the left coast to Universal Hollywood and Super Nintendo World is coming to America for the first time in, uh, starting February 17th, 2023. So I am really excited that. Super Nintendo World is making its way to America. Um, we don't we don't have any plans to get out to California just yet, but that will definitely be something that I do when we do go out there because I love Nintendo. I love the Super Mario characters. So seeing Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Toad, Koopas, uh, Bowser, seeing the, all them in person and seeing that land that we've only seen video from uh, Japan. Japan. The Universal Studios over there, which is a you know a super stretch. I'm, I'm, we're never going to get over there, most likely. Uh, I don't know. I hope we can get out there someday, but not anytime maybe. soon. Exactly. Um, but only seeing that and only dreaming of being able to walk in there, it becomes a reality on February seventeenth, twenty twenty three, and it's also coming to Universal's Epic Universe here in Orlando. Yeah, but that's not till twenty twenty five. So. Uh, America's debut of Super Nintendo World is February 17th, 2023. Yeah, I think this is really exciting. I do think that uh, I have a little bit more of a love that was rekindled when we started playing. Yeah. What, what, what was the game we were uh, playing? Super Mario U Deluxe on the Switch. So uh, my favorite thing is when I get a little crown and my princess character can fly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very bad at it. So, <laughs> yeah, we play a lot of two player Super Mario U Deluxe. So, the, our two characters are going at the same time and we try to beat levels together. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's really funny because I'll have like the, what is it called? The reset or like the, when I get more. Yeah, when you die five times, it like resets your, your lives essentially. And she's reset her lives like a hundred times versus my like four. <laughs> and the only reason you've had to do it is because of me <laughs> right exactly but yeah i'm excited to go see that me i think too. it's going to be top notch i think it's going to uh change the game in the theme park it's world so immersive looking i cannot wait to step foot in there yeah so um i'm excited for getting to visit you know hopefully in california and then when it comes here yeah so. Uh, you Our, want to move on? Yeah. So next, we're going to come back to Hollywood Studios. Hey there, music lovers. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> Rock and Roller Coaster is closing for a long refurb uh, from February 22nd. Wait a minute. I love that idea. <laughs> Do you have CGI fingers? Um, 
through summer 2023. So uh, how do you feel about this? Um, it's time to do the work. We don't know exactly the extent of what's going to be happening, whether there's um, updates to the ride vehicles or the track or just painting or whatever they're doing over the course of those most likely five to six months. Uh, but that ride needs some work. It is an older ride. It's rough. I still love yeah. it, but it's definitely rough on your neck and your head while you're riding. So it's long overdue to hopefully fix some of those kinks if they want this ride to last for years and years to come. So uh, my feelings about this is I used to really enjoy this ride. It was a must ride and I'll still ride it when people want to ride it. But I find the ride smacks my head into the side um, armrests. And I think it's because I'm shorter. And last time when my family was here, I had a pair of earrings on and it slammed my head into it and my earring pierced the back of my head. And it just kind of left a little like, you know, a little kiss little on hole. the a little kiss on the <laughs> back of my head. But I was like, okay, I'm really glad they're going to do this refurb because I'm hoping it'll smooth out the ride a little bit. Right. Um, I think it's just a height thing, but I don't know. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. I hope it's more than a coat of paint because uh, that's not what it needs. I got to imagine it's going to be more than that because that that's like a two or three week thing. Like tighten the bolts or something? I don't, I don't Sure. <laughs> just go through and do that? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. But hopefully it, you know, they figure out a way to make it a little bit smoother and, you know, less rough on your neck and head while you ride it. I don't need piercings in the back of my head. Yeah. Thank you very much. And hopefully, this is more or less a, uh, a wish by me, is at some point you've got to either scrap the whole ride together or retheme it to something else. Because 1997 Steven Tyler is not, you know, as cool as it was in 1997. Let's be honest. Aerosmith walking through there and you see like in the, the recording studio in uh, in the queue, you see this super old footage of Aerosmith. Oh, my gosh. I know. And it's like, OK, I mean, this is really cool if you've never been on it before. But if you've been on it before, it's like, why can't I just skip this room? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's so outdated and I don't think they're going to update any of that kind of stuff. But it may be time for uh, Rock and Roller Coaster uh, Aerosmith's um, sponsorship on it to uh, cease to exist. Yeah, I we really can only dream on, though. Yeah. Good one. Good one. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. With th on that note, why yeah. don't you move on to the next one? Well, speaking of dreaming on. This is very exciting yes, because it is. by the time we finally book our first Disneyland trip, yes. we are going to be able to see your favorite parade that you've never seen <laughs> in person. Um, Magic Happens Parade is returning to Disneyland, California on February 24th, 2023. I think this is the best parade ever. I am hoping that they updated it uh, Maybe I know that it only got a very short run of like two weeks <laughs> literally before uh, the pandemic. However, I would like to see potentially uh, like Casita and Maribel um, Encanto. Encanto. Thank you. Yep. Uh, represented in this parade, because the thing is, when we see Fantasmic, every time they show Encanto, there's oh, a big yeah. pop. Mirabel like, gets a round of applause. And I really think that it would be the perfect opportunity while it's been gone for 
what three years almost three it's it'll be have been been gone for three years in march yeah uh, wow yeah <laughs> jesus yeah i also really hope that they re-upload the video that i love i know it's they up there won't. i know but i love those videos it's it's still up there you can find it just not through disney directly yeah but there's a really amazing video that they released uh just after covid started yeah uh so you could kind of experience the disney magic at home and you know watch a parade and while we were all quarantining and it's a wonderful video disney took it down my assumption is because the parade is being updated um but you can still find it. There's other, you know, bootleg copies of said video. Go right. watch it. It's an amazing parade. Magic Happens Mickey is amazing. Right. Um, so cannot wait to get out there to uh, to see Magic Happens Parade at some point. I'm going to like run away from you and you're <laughs> going to be like. Both daytime. Do you wanna, <laughs> do both you wanna, daytime and nighttime too. I know, but I feel like you're going to be like, do you want to go do this? And I'm going to be like, yes. And I'm going to be like a little kid. You're going to need to have me on a leash. Did you go see Magic Happens again? <laughs> Maybe. That's all we do when we go out there. Danny's just going to wait for Magic Happens. Probably. Yeah. Because that's just what I used to dance around yep. like to. The song is a jam, by the way. <sighs> we can't play it because our YouTube channel is finally monetized. Yes. Thanks to you guys. Thank you guys. Over a thousand subscribers. Uh, we're, we've, we're climbing the ranks. Here we go. Um, so we can't play the music for that anymore because we don't want to get a copyright strike. Uh, but go search it out. Magic happens. Uh, the the main song, like the like the main uh, reprise, is on Spotify. It's on iTunes or Apple Music or whatever they call it now. Um, or YouTube, just look it YouTube, up. YouTube, just look it up. It's a, it's an absolute bop. So much fun. Yeah. So magic happens February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. You want to talk about the next one? All right. So next is we're. Uh, coming back over to SeaWorld Orlando, where the Pipeline Coaster is rumored to open in spring of 2023. There is no official date as of now for when the Pipeline Coaster is going to be opening. However, we were just at SeaWorld a couple of days ago, um, and looks like the track is basically complete. I was told about a month ago when I went in there uh, shortly after the announcement of, of Pipeline, which you can actually watch e, uh, like a concept art video that's on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Uh, you can see what the ride is going to look like. It's going to be the first ever stand-up coaster at SeaWorld. So super, super cool. Uh, I was told by a SeaWorld employee or team member, cast member, what do they call themselves over there? Team members. Team members? A SeaWorld team member that it is opening in spring 2023. They had a really cool, um, they had one of the ride vehicles after it was revealed at the IAPA conference. They actually brought it to SeaWorld and it was sitting right at the front of the park as you walk in. So you could see what the ride vehicle was going to look like. And the guy who was kind of guarding that was like, spring 23, spring 23, it's coming, spring 23. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> awesome, sweet. Yeah. So pipeline looks awesome. The video looks really cool. I cannot wait to ride it. It doesn't look super intense but it looks intense enough to be a really fun thrill um so i'm really excited for another amazing coaster to come to SeaWorld. yeah i'm super excited to ride this i'm just so curious what it's gonna feel like to ride a coaster standing up it's gonna be bizarre like does it hurt like anything in your undercarriage <laughs> no well did you watch the video yeah you, you're like sitting and standing at the same time yeah but your seat has like springs so your like seat bounces up and down so like yeah you're not 
it's not going to hurt your undercarriage because your your butt is going to be kind of bouncing up and down while you're getting airtime. So it's not going to you're going to be coming down and like landing on something. Okay. So it should be a very smooth process. I'm very like intrigued and excited to see how this coaster rides because yeah. Manta which you lie down on your stomach already is a trip to ride when you're, you know, swimming through the air like a like a manta ray. So I think this is going to be really exciting. And it's why SeaWorld is the coaster capital of the universe. Yeah. We're just going to say universe for today. SeaWorld <laughs> doesn't get the credit that it should get nope. for uh, attractions. Nope. And they're finally now with them winning the award for best Christmas uh, celebration that award is a long time coming we've been telling you about that for years but speaking of a long time coming our next item <laughs> up for bids <laughs> uh tron light cycle run is finally going to be opening at magic kingdom still no date <laughs> I, I don't believe <laughs> in you. spring 2023 i don't believe you uh there has been major progress recently with the out the exterior of the Tron area, so much so that with the Walt Disney World Railroad back in that we, uh, the back open that we mentioned last week, yeah. you literally ride through the area that you can see into the Tron uh, entrance area. Right. And it looks amazing. They even starting to put up um, extra queue uh, poles. You know, they're getting ready. Like, it's coming. Well, they've also had different, like, shows have their like hosts and stuff ride it oh yeah like good morning america folks have ridden it um imagineers are riding it all the time the test dummies are riding it all the time so it's it's been getting it's 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 working on the tracks because there's got to be like thousands of hours of uh use on the tracks before you can even put a human on it yeah so the way that that works is that generally there there are steps that uh, need to be followed for a coaster to be considered safe for guests to ride. Right. And first it has to go through like the the thing with the big hula hoop to make sure nothing will will touch anything. Correct. And they go inch by inch to make sure that that's safe. Then there has to be a certain thousands of hours of riding with the water dummies, I mm -hmm. believe is usually it's usually water they're or like sand. crash test dummies that are filled with water so they're weighed down. They're supposed to um to be just like if people with like real body weight are sitting in the seats. Right. And uh, they do a lot of testing with that, but there has to be a certain amount of thousands of hours of that before they even put people on the ride. Then they usually put like employees on the ride. So, and that has to be a certain hundreds or thousands. I, I don't really know what the number is, yeah. but it's a lot of hours that you need to be testing. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it's been considered safe, but now you need to get real people on the ride. Yeah, the Imagineers and the opening team are, are, are either starting or going to be starting soon riding uh, that ride pretty consistently. And then there's going to be a round of cast member previews. There's going to be a round of annual pass holder, D23, Club 33 previews, DVC previews. And then it'll finally open to the public whenever they decide to open. My personal guess and I haven't heard anything. My personal guess is April first. Uh, that's kind of what I've heard um, through the through the grapevine kind of uh, 
end of February, early March is when they might start cast member previews. And then the previews will kind of extend through March. And then April 1st sounds like a really fun opening date. Um, hopefully, uh, it's not a trick. And they yeah, I know. It's like, it's <laughs> hopefully, it's like not a, a trick. And they actually open it on uh, whatever day they end up announcing. But as of right now, it still says spring 2023. But we are five years into this process. The first time a new ride is opening at Magic Kingdom in nine years. Yeah. And with Splash Mountain going away a few weeks prior... Magic Team Magic Kingdom is going to need something to spread the crowds out. Right. So, super excited. Cannot wait to get my butt on Tron Light Cycle Run for the very first time. Well, we're going to stay over here at Disney and hop over to Hollywood Studios for the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Table Service Restaurant, which will open in spring of 2023. Yeah. So, there's going to be a barbecue joint. In Toy Story Land, right when you walk in is just after the giant um, Woody figurine okay. that is by the entrance with not Tom Hanks's voice. Right. Uh, there's The entrance is going to be right there, and it's going to be really cool. They haven't built the facade yet, but the building apparently is just about done and ready, okay. and ready to go. The intention, if I remember right from the, the news reports, that it was supposed to open or before the end of 2022. That clearly didn't happen. So uh, the last I've heard, once the most recent concept art was released, was opening in spring 2023. So another dining option for Hollywood Studios, a park that desperately needs more dining options. Um, there's not a lot of stuff to eat at Hollywood Studios. There's you know, 50s prime time, and there's Hollywood Brown Derby, Hollywood and Vine, but those are all kind of reservation based what's, and what's a little the bit, other one? Little bit more in, pricey. Um, Toy Story Land, Woody's, uh, Lunchbox? Woody's Lunchbox, but that's more of a quick service. Well, it'd be great if I could get a sandwich in less than like an hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Woody's Lunchbox is so good and so popular that the, so good. That the uh, mobile order times are usually never right away. So, uh, really excited to check this out. It's going to be. Uh, a table service restaurant, so it's going to be another one where you've got to sit down and have a you know like a waiter, but really cool to have that Toy Story themed rather than just Woody's lunchbox, you know, for Toy Story themed eats. Regardless, it's going to be another place to eat in Hollywood Studios, yep. which is sorely needed. Yep, and it'll be another place that maybe if you're planning a vacation and it's hot out, which is a lot of the time here in Florida, it's another spot to be able to plan to sit down and cool off. So uh, I think that's something really important to consider when you're on vacation, and I think it should be a great option. For sure. Cannot wait for that to open. All right. So what's the next one? The finale is coming, coming, coming. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me uh, more. The Walt Disney World 50th anniversary, the 18-month celebration of a 12-month period of time, um, is ending on March 31st, 2023. Um, with that being said, there are some rumors that uh, with that date, uh, Epcot's Nighttime Spectacular Harmonious and Magic Kingdom's Nighttime Spectacular Disney Enchantment are rumored to also be ending at the 50th anniversary end date of March 31st, 2023. Give me your thoughts. I uh, First off, how long ago does it feel like that we sat in front of the castle... Next to Jeremy the T, and we all <laughs> sobbed together. For happily ever after. For happily ever after. Yeah. On September 29th, because yeah. that was mean. <laughs> or, or how long ago does it feel that when we sat in Magic Kingdom 
for six hours <laughs> anticipating the brand new nighttime spectacular on October 1st, 2021. <sighs> so first off, happily ever after. Feels like a very long time since we've had a good fireworks show. And I could not be more happy to see Enchantment sparkle straight to heaven. <laughs> I was going to say, be nice. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I was going to say, at least say heck if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's the thing. Epcot Harmonious, I don't want that to go away. No. It is fantastic. I will be very upset to see it go because it's by far the best show Epcot has night show Epcot has ever had in my humble opinion yeah I don't care if you like uh illuminations I thought that was not great um but each to their own however if I have to give up harmonious to get rid of enchantment take it take it all (laughs) you can have it take it now I don't even need the rest of the time uh just Give me back a, a good fireworks show. Now, I believe the the 100th anniversary of the company technically doesn't start till October 2023. So I don't know what's going to happen. I have heard rumors that Epcot Forever might be coming back. In the meantime, so Epcot Forever temporarily gone for good, coming back again. <laughs> I feel like we need a t-shirt that has just like crossed yeah, out honestly, all of the things. We got to make one for Happily Ever After again, because that was the farewell tour shirt that we had I before, know. which is still on our website if you want one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a wild year and a half for nighttime spectaculars, uh, but Harmonious is rumored to be going away at the end of the 50th on March 31st. Same thing with Disney Enchantment. Um, more on a, one idea I have for the harmonious equipment later on in the show. Uh, yeah, how do you feel about these two shows going before we move on? I'm sad about Harmonious. I genuinely love that show. Are you sad to see Enchantment go? I mean, I don't. I didn't hate it as much as you did, but I am thrilled that Happily Ever After is coming. Back. I don't think anybody hated that show as much as I did. <laughs> no, and if you aren't familiar with our <laughs> previous uh, shows <laughs> in the past, and you're just finding us now, thank you for checking us out. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, but Danny irrationally hates Disney Enchantment. <laughs> I feel, but like she's been a little bit more calm about it over the last six months. I mean. I think when I first saw it and realized I had to deal with 18 more months, it felt like, it felt like, (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah. It felt just like offensive to me. It just straight up didn't feel like a 50th anniversary show. That, I mean, that's, that's the main reason why a lot of people don't like it is because out in Disneyland, when they had their 60th, it was like a Disneyland celebration show. Right. Whereas here, it was just like another glorified clip show. With horrible music. <laughs> However, in the last three or four months, they slapped a Band-Aid on a bullet hole and put together a really, really cool beginning to Disney Enchantment. And end. And end. Um With tributes to Walt Disney World, tributes to Roy Disney, tributes to Mickey Mouse. And it's a really, really nice touch they did, but it, it was a little too little, too little, too late um, to save that show. Because yeah. I promise you, if that beginning part had been there since October first, twenty twenty one, people would have a very different opinion on this show. I mean, I still would have been like, you know, you messed up. I'm glad you're trying to fix it. <laughs> but sure. Anyway, sure. long story short, 
I'm thrilled for whatever comes next. Me too. It, literally, the bar is set so low. I'm thrilled to see new, new anything at Magic Kingdom. I just wish we didn't have to lose Harmonious. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty excited for Enchantment to be going away. Sad about Harmonious, but excited for Enchantment to be going away. And as far as the next show, I am ready to begin. <laughs> Got that. I'm full of one-liners tonight. <laughs> you are full of one-liners <laughs> tonight. Um, so speaking of Happily Ever After and Ready to Begin, uh, that is most likely going to be re-debuting shortly after the uh, Disney Enchantment show sparkles into history. Uh-huh. Into heaven, as Danny would say. Into heaven. Yes. Um, we don't have a date for that yet. But we have heard that uh, Happily Ever After officially is coming back the anthem, quote unquote. I'm mean mugging the camera because <laughs> I'm staring directly into the soul of whoever's in charge of creating the music for this <laughs> Happily Ever After. Don't mess this up. I have heard rumors that Happily Ever After <laughs> will be largely the same, but an updated version. So that makes me feel better. Can you even imagine? I would just Alex Mack into a puddle of tears. <laughs> imagine the 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 applause that that's going to get when that note hits for the first time. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. People are going to go wild. People might streak down Main Street. They're going to be so happy. <laughs> they're going to be so happy that they're going to be like, oh, rip my clothes off. Imagine. <laughs> Magically streaking. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, I just, I, I'm so, I don't even know what the right word is. It's, um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, no, no, it's like when you're excited, I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic. optimistic. Uh, because I just think that they know. They can't whiff here. They can't. <laughs> they know. They have to nail this one. Like, like bullseye. I, they know that they have to do this. Yeah. They know. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. all I can say. And, and, and I have faith in the Walt Disney Company and the Imagineers that they're going to do justice and they're going to do us right. And we're going to get a kick-ass nighttime spectacular Magic Kingdom again. Can I tell you one reason I have faith? Why? Because of what they did with Fantasmic. Sure, yeah. Because yep. they did Fantasmic right. And I know that when they put the like effort, imagination, money, um, and the minds behind it that actually are talented and care about what they're doing, you get a product like Fantasmic that they turned perfection into better perfection. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. So I think that they're going to put that kind of effort into the Magic Kingdom happily sure. ever after return. I think so too. I I have faith because of Fantasmic because when Fantasmic was coming back, I didn't really know what to expect, and they surpassed all of our expectations mm -hmm. so much that he got down on a knee and put a <laughs> ring on it. So yeah, in case you missed it, we're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our channel. <laughs> Want to see the engagement? YouTube.com/slash a couple of park hoppers. <laughs> our friends Rob and Rachel shot amazing videos for us. Check it out. Yes. All right. So two more things on our list for what we know about 2023. And then we're going to do it. And then we're going to kind of run through what we're hoping for in yeah. 2023 because we are about 49 minutes into this episode. All right. So we got to get a move in. All right. So next uh, would be Epcot Journey of Water inspired by Moana. Moana. Late 2023. Now, I was just telling you that I actually got to see Tafiti. Um, in person That's on cool. the monorail the other day. Yeah. 
How was it? I thought she was stunning. I saw some people complaining about her um, because the area around her isn't done. Uh, she looks stunning. I will say that she doesn't look as big in person. And that's because when they were taking the pictures, it almost looked like she was as big as Spaceship Earth. Right, and right, she's, yeah. she's only like 16 feet tall, you said, right? Well, those those pictures were taken with a, a forced perspective to make it look bigger. Right. Uh, but ultimately, you don't want Tefiti to be as big as Spaceship Earth because it would just tower over everything and stand out like a sore thumb. Right. But like just seeing her on the monorail at night, and it was at night, so I didn't get like a great glimpse of her. And you know how fast the monorail goes. Right. It wasn't like stopping or anything. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, you're right. You can see Tefiti. <laughs> Behind the behind the gate, please like, stand clear of the doors. <laughs> From behind the uh, construction walls, Por like. Por favor, <laughs> alejado de las puertas. Yeah, look at yeah, you. See. <laughs> <laughs> well, she looked great. Like as soon as I laid eyes on her, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be gorgeous when we're able to get in there." Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a perfect addition that blends in beautifully to Epcot. So I'm very excited to see it. And that has been officially announced as late 2023 opening we just got at, to 2023 we're getting there we're we just, getting there we just got here <laughs> and one more thing we want to touch on that was officially announced for 2023 is uh the villas at disneyland hotel it's going to be a new disney vacation club tower lots of opportunities for vacation club members to go out there and stay at disneyland a lot more than there currently are and that is a rumored opening for late 2023 but the uh, tower itself has been officially announced so lots of uh exciting options for f those of you dbc members who are listening to our show thank you for checking us out um lots of more lots more opportunities to uh, visit disneyland and stay out there on your points as well so very very cool uh stuff coming out of the left coast as well as the east coast i'm just excited to see that because i think it's really cool that they have all those options available yeah, it's gonna be awesome all right so let's move on to the things that we are hoping for in 2023 um so these are our really realistic expectations because we're gonna try to be as realistic as possible yeah. um the First thing is one that lots of people have been asking for. It's a uh, hot button topic. And uh, we don't know when it's going to happen, but realistically, we would like to see uh, the re uh, resuming of Walt Disney World annual pass sales. It has been quite some time since those passes were on sale. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, they were on sale for like a minute, right? I don't know if that was on purpose. <laughs> Because didn't our because friend Mike get a pass? No, he he got because he lives in Florida now. He got the weekday the Pixie Dust pass that is still currently on oh, sale. Oh, I thought he got like an annual pass. But he bought that because they told him when they go back on sale he could upgrade. And they still haven't gone. They on still sale. haven't gone back on sale. So uh, right now the Pixie Dust pass, which is the lowest level annual pass at Walt Disney World, right. is just for Florida <laughs> residents during the week, and you're completely blacked out of holiday weeks. Tiny like Tinkerbell. <clears throat> so Pixie Mon Dust. <laughs> Monday through Thursday or Friday, depending on the week, um, that is when that annual pass is good. But that is the only one currently on sale. So that means the Pirate Pass, the Sorcerer Pass, and the Incredit Pass are all not on sale, and. It is a very hot button topic, especially for, uh, I hear it all the time from vacation club members, people who are here all the time. 
part of the deal with Vacation Club is you come to Disney way more often than you would if you weren't a member. And these people want to buy annual passes, and they're still not allowed to buy them either. So it's a very hot-button topic uh, amongst the uh, the Disney fan universe is that people want to get their annual passes because they gave them up at some point, not knowing that they'd never come back. They thought they could just buy them again. Right. So um, we're hoping that to appease those folks and you know people being able to visit Disney more often, which we're very, very lucky we're able to do, uh, that those annual pass sales come back because individual day tickets, let's be totally honest, are very expensive. Shout out to my mom and my sister for getting annual passes and never giving them yeah, up. Yeah, shout out to them. <laughs> shout out to them. They'll be back again soon. Yeah, well, they'll be back again soon, but shout out to you guys never giving up on your annual passes. And using them, too. And using them. That's the, that's the way you do it. Exactly. And they are out of state, so shout yeah. out, shout out, shout out. Um, the next one is another hot button topic oh with, my gosh. with folks here at Walt Disney World, especially those who are local um, or st- not ugh to being local, but ugh to this news or <laughs> stay off site when they come to Walt Disney World. Yes, um, because if you're not using the uh, Walt Disney World transportation, whether it be the buses, the Skyliner, whatever you are driving to Walt Disney World and currently only Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom have their parking lot trams back. However, Epcot and Hollywood Studios do not have their trams back, and they need to come back ASAP, because especially Epcot. Especially Epcot. Because Hollywood Studios is a manageable walk, no matter where you park. It's really not that long. Sure. All things considered. Compared to the other three, it's not that bad. Epcot, however, recently, my sister and her friend Molly, shout out to them, were down here. And we went to Epcot in the morning. We got a Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind uh, virtual queue. Right. Our, our boarding group was very early. We got very lucky. So we went to Epcot early. Where they made us park was so far away that it was like borderline absurd. I thought because we were going early, we were going to get down by like preferred parking right on the tram route there. But no. We didn't even take that right turn to go down that road. We got sent all the way down by like so you were like facing you were facing the Guardians of the Galaxy big blue right. box. And we were parked all the way at the left side of that row. So we had to walk all the way across our entire row into another parking lot, walk all the way across said parking lot. Okay. And then walk down the main center tram route it is it was like a solid what felt like a solid half a mile before we even got to the front gate and that is crazy that parking lot is so big it's just it you need the trams and i know the trams don't travel all the way over there but once you get (laughs) to the center part where the trams are that's still a long walk to the front entrance. Right. And they recently refurbed the entire tram station and the tram turnaround. Before COVID. Before COVID. And have not used it yet. Yeah. So that needs to come back. You've got to, especially before the summer, before it gets too hot, you got to bring those trams back because that walk is borderline unmanageable when it's steaming hot outside. The other thing about that is I'm almost getting to a point in the Epcot parking lot in the heat that... 
I feel like every time we park there, we end up parking in like the last two or three rows. Right, yeah. I don't know why. Luck, maybe. (laughs) Bad luck. (laughs) Yeah. And so it almost feels like I need like an umbrella to help the heat Mm -hmm. or like the sun like reflect off of that umbrella. I've looked into that. I'll have to do it probably again this summer because I'd like to see if something like that helps. Right. Regardless, you should not be overheated by the time you get to security. Right. Like it's it's so hot in that parking lot. Mm-hmm. That and Animal Kingdom, but luckily they have the trams running. Uh, and also, if you've been just walking around the parks all day, that is a long walk back to your car. Yeah. Oh, you're you're putting in another half to three quarters of a mile going back to your car if you're anywhere but the very front of the park. Yeah. Well, it's funny. The day I did the 5K, I did six miles that morning yeah. from walking in Epcot. Yeah, it's such a long walk to the start. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But I like. I was like, I did like two 5Ks today honestly, be- honestly. before 8 a.m. Crazy. <laughs> uh, well, not as crazy as running a marathon, but, you know, it was a lot for me. But, yeah, we need those trams back. It's It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. And it has to be before it gets too hot because it honestly turns into being dangerous for people who are also not used to the heat we see people come here and visit and they're wearing jeans and sweaters in the summer i'm like y'all are in for a not fun day um just overall bring the trams back so here's one um kind of last second edition before while we were doing our rundown um as you can see uh one when we were getting ready for our show that one thing you wanted to add what is one thing that you wanted to or you're hoping for in 2023 or at least an announcement in 2023 so first off uh before i mention this one what year was it that we went with your family together Uh, 2017 2017 in 2017 bill myself and his sister caitlin went to go see the Festival of Fantasy Parade, and I was recording it. And it was so hot that my phone shut off. (laughs) (laughs) And that tells me that this parade has been around for quite a while. Oh, it's been around even longer than that. And you said 2014? So almost 10 years. And it's a great parade. But I would love to see a new Walt Disney World parade. And even if it's not brought next year at least discuss sure i mean that's a long time for a parade to be running well let's be honest we've already touched on it that the the 100th anniversary of the walt disney company technically i believe starts october 1st 2023 right let's get a 100th anniversary parade coming in here right well you've got 10 <gasps> you've, put steamboat willie in a parade oh, right You've got 10 months. Oh <laughs> now you're getting excited. <laughs> You've got 10 months to get that done. I mean, I'm sure if there, if that's a possibility, it's already been decided. Right. But just hasn't been announced. But make it happen. You you, you got to have... You, you had the 50th anniversary cavalcade. You had all that kind of stuff. You know, get something that's 100th that kind of makes its way through uh, Magic Kingdom every day. And that's not just a cavalcade. I have one request. Yeah. Just from the universe. Please don't bring back the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be coming back. So you, you, I think you're fine. I, I'm just putting it out into the universe. Please don't make that our new parade. <laughs> I mean, if it comes back, it would be only nighttime, though. I don't think it will. No, though. thank you. Yeah. yeah. 
I, that's that it, song is fun for about five seconds. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. It's nostalgic, but let's let's keep it in the in the. Past. I'm already over this. <laughs> All right. So speaking of things that we are over, oh. we would love to realistically see one of these two things go away, or both: the end of the reservation system, <laughs> or. Um, the end of the 2 p.m. park hopper time at Walt Disney World. Yes. I don't think we'll ever see the end of both, but I do think we'll see the end of one. Which one do you think would be better? The park hopper time. Really? Yes. I have no problem with the reservation system. It's not that hard to get reservations as it was like during COVID when the capacity was super low. It's not that hard. And if you take away the reservation systems, the crazy crowds that have been here this week and Christmas week will only get bigger. And so I have no problem with the reservation system staying as long as they get rid of that stupid 2 p.m. park hopper time because those park hopper upgrades are too expensive and the parks close way too early for you to not be allowed to jump to another park until 2 o'clock. Right. Animal Kingdom currently shuts down, I believe, around 7.30, 8 o'clock. Epcot is closing at 9.30. Hollywood Studios is closing at 9. And some nights Magic Kingdom is open till 11 o'clock when there's not a Halloween party or a Christmas party. And for you to not be able to, or for you to be able to go to Animal Kingdom at 8 a.m. and not be able to go anywhere else for another six hours is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. If you're going to keep some sort of park hopper time, which if you're going to move it, just get rid of it. At least make it like 11 a.m. or noon. But 2 p.m. is way too late. Way too late for the amount of people, for the amount of money that people are paying for those park hopper upgrades. It's way too late and totally unacceptable. Yeah. I guess we'll see what they change because I think they're constantly learning from all of this. Yeah. Well, all right. So. The next one, reopen the crossover between Seussland and Minions over at Universal Orlando. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> we have been like in, I don't even know, like the furthest back that you can get at Universal and then been like, okay, now we got to go to Islands of Adventure. And it just feels like such a trek over there. I know it's not, but it feels, but it, is. it feels like it. And it feels like because they have this area that you should be able to just and you have walk been into in the, the next park. You have been. Yeah. That that needs to be reopened because there's no reason that we should have to take that walk out of the parks like that. Right. And I know the majority of the path that we're talking about actually goes backstage at Islands of Adventure, but that's an easy fix. You put up themed walls on either side you know, even something that looks like construction walls, but they're themed. You know, you've got Velociraptors for Velocicoaster, and you've got the Hulk on there for the co- the Hulk coaster, and just right. walking through themed walls so you can't see anything. You can't see the Hogwarts Express going by, which you can right now. You can um, see it in other places in the park. Don't but like it's but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but um, the area that we're talking about is when you walk in front of the old Blue Man Group slash old Nickelodeon Studios building, and walk across to Seussland from in between. Um, the uh, the main gift shop and the Minions ride. 
right. uh, on Universal Studios, Florida side. That used to be open. You used to have to have a park hopper ticket to be able to get through there. They had a ticket station that you would have to scan and use your fingerprint. Bring it back because the other two options of getting park to park, for lack of a better term, they suck. They do suck. They're, they're not like if you haven't ridden Hogwarts Express, do it, and because it's a cool experience to experience. But you should not have to wait 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes to board a train to go to the next park. You right. should not have to do that. And that's what that experience is like currently, unless you find yourself at Universal on a really, really busy or really slow day. The Hogwarts Express going from studios to Islands of Adventure is never under 45 minutes. I also think that there are people who like, are in, in different groups that I follow. Um, they have different needs for their health. People who can't be walking that much. People who can't be in the heat for that long. And not having those options and having the only option for them to ride the Hogwarts Express and have to like wait that long, it's not really um, great. Also, like parents who have like special needs kids, a lot of them when they talk about like these things, some of those things can make or break a kid's day. Yeah. Uh, you know, the waiting or just the walking in the heat. And so I think overall, as opposed to, you know, not just us being like, <laughs> this is an inconvenience and it sucks for everybody. There's also people who could really benefit mm-hmm. and it could make their park days much better. So yeah. I really do hope overall to see that return. And in addition to the Hogwarts Express, the only other current option to get park to park is to literally walk out the front entrance, walk all the way across City Walk, walk back through um, the scanny thing at the front of the park, and then find your way to wherever you're going to go. Whereas if you're going from Universal Studios Florida to Islands of Adventure, if you're able to cut through the path that we're talking about, you cut through between Minions and the main store at Universal Studios, you walk past the old Nickelodeon Studios, and it's like a three-minute walk, and you're in Seuss Land. Right. It is it's a much better experience, and I think that should be brought back. Sooner rather than later. Tomorrow. All right, so let's move on to our next one. <laughs> um, we are hoping that all of Future World, which is not going to be called that anymore, it, there's Past there's world. world Discovery, World Nature, there's all oh. different parts <laughs> of it. Yeah, Past World. <laughs> um, uh, it, what used to be called Future World was the area between World Showcase and Spaceship Earth. Um, that is where the um, Journey to, of Water... I was going to say Journey to Imagination, but <laughs> Journey of Water inspired by Moana <laughs> is going to be open in late 2023. I'm hoping that all of that area, the center of Epcot, what has been what seems like a mud hole for about three years, will finally be able to be open. And you can literally walk through the center of Epcot for the first time in literal years. I'm hoping that all of Future World, quote unquote, I'm doing ear quotes for the folks watching us on video. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, I'm hoping all of Future World is opening at some point in 2023. Um, just a little, I guess, side note to this. All of Future World being open at Epcot. I know um, that here soon we're supposed to get a figment walk around character that was announced at D23. Um, in 2023. It's not a walk around. It's a meet and greet. It's a meet and greet. Okay. Um, what I was also going to say is I would love to see with the return of that open space, the return of characters in that space. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think there is supposed to be a character zone in the 
thing that they're building. Well, if you go to our TikTok, you can actually see a video of the Muppets in that area. God, that was so awesome. And so I would love to see the return of... Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. And Beaker. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see that. So um, just kind of a little side note to all of Future World being open at Epcot. Yeah, that would be super, super cool. Um, More Muppets. Give me more Muppets everywhere. That would be so awesome. Well, let's hop on over to Universal Studios. Yeah, back over there. Let's <laughs> hop on the Hogwarts Express. We're back always over hopping. There. <laughs> um, I want an official announcement of what's replacing the kids zone that we mentioned earlier. The yeah. Woody Woodpecker Coaster, the Curious George, the Five Goes West, the Barney, the DreamWorks Experience, whatever they call it. Everything but E.T. in that corner of the park is going away. Um, I want to know what's replacing that because I've heard some rumors. None of them are factual by any means. But I'm excited about either one. I've never really been a huge fan of Pokemon, but I know that Universal and Pokemon have come to an agreement to um, use some licensing. I know they're oh. going to do some stuff in the overseas parks. You know, so in, it's in, not going to be like an office coaster? In, in Asia. Yeah. No, it's not going to be an office coaster. <laughs> How awesome would that be? <laughs> uh, 30 rock and roller coaster? Ooh. <laughs> um, a, a, a friend sit down meal? Oh, nice. There we go. Open up Central Park. Oh, let's, yes, please. Let's, let's go. Um, no, not that. <laughs> but I've, I've heard some, some rumors about possibly some sort of Pokemon attraction going in that area, which would be kind of cool. Um, I've also heard that there's a uh, potential for a carbon copy of the Secret Life of Pets ride that is at Universal Studios Hollywood, a really cool um, Omnimover dark ride. If you haven't seen that, go check it out. It's really, really cool on YouTube. Um, amazing animatronics. Looks so super amazing. fun. Uh, I would love to see that. So I would love to, to hear an official announcement of what is replacing Kid Zone in that area because that's some valuable real estate in that park. It's such a large space. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, I'm curious what they would add there to make it conducive to still having Halloween Horror Nights houses back there. Sure, absolutely. Or, um, or do we mix things up like but, in other spaces? But here's the thing: all of the Halloween Horror Nights stuff that's back there isn't in any of those current kids own buildings right it's all in temporary you know backstage like sound stages and that kind of stuff you just kind of finagle through there i more so mean like the line that goes through there yeah, you would still need to, to be able to access the lines yeah exactly so that'll be interesting yeah tell us what's gonna go back there. yeah and <laughs> speaking of halloween horror nights um we want vecna <laughs> we want Vecna. We, we want Vecna. We we mentioned this in last week's episode. We want to see Stranger Things season four, the season four yes! that just wrapped up in Halloween Horror Nights 2023. We, we watched w- that in two days. Yes, we want to see Eleven. We want to see Vecna. We we want to see. We want to hear Kate Bush's running up that hill for the jillionth time this year. I want to see Eddie Munson. Yes, yes. Okay, so you know, in the so there was a, a haunted house. It was the New England one. Uh-huh. Uh Remember the room with the boat? Yes. Imagine that room, but instead of the boat, it's Eddie. It's the red lightning, and he's yes. playing the guitar. How? I can't swear. How freaking <laughs> cool would that be? Oh, <laughs> uh, I uh, here's we're the a thing. Family channel. Here's the thing. When we watch 
watch Stranger Things season four. We probably would have watched it in one day if we didn't have to work the next day. If the day. episodes weren't so long. Oh gosh, the last so two were movies. Yeah, <laughs> but they were so fantastic. I was so drawn in that you, now it's making me want to watch it again. We need to watch it again. Yes. Uh, but the thing was, we watched it and then we were like, there's no way they don't have a house at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, and then and they didn't. And then they didn't. But I completely understand why. Timing. Be- because the, the show debuted in July and so it's... Too close to that that Horror Nights. I'm sure the ideas probably had to go in in like January of what was going in there next. And I don't, I'm not even sure that the Duffer Brothers had that completed by then. Right. So we are hoping that in anticipation of the final season, season five coming, we don't know when, that they'll kind of refresh everybody's memory of season four by featuring it at Halloween Horror Nights. So I'm really hoping for that. That would be amazing. Also, I'm hoping for the epic return of Eddie Munson in season yes, five. Yes. But that sh- not doesn't have anything to do with theme parks. That's Zombie just Zombie Munson. That's just a wish. Yes. I and d- anything can happen to Stranger Things. That show is not real. Uh, except <laughs> except Barb come back. Yeah. <laughs> if Barb comes crawling out of the upside down in the final episode of season five, it'd be the greatest full circle ever. <laughs> right. That would be Justice for Barb, Barb's alive again. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. And the last thing that we are hoping for realistically is going to be more news on what's replacing Dinoland USA officially at Destination D23 come September. Not this, you know what could go there? <laughs> maybe a thing yeah. or maybe a, another fun thing. Yeah, there's a lot of blue sky stuff that was announced, quote unquote, uh, at D23 in California this year. There is actually a destination D23. It's a smaller version of D23 that happens at the Contemporary um, at Walt Disney World in the years that D23 doesn't happen. What is blue sky exactly? It's Does basically it- like, here's stuff that we've dreamed up and it's a possibility. It's a blue sky. That's what they. That's the term for it. Okay. Um, like anything could happen. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they talked about a lot of the blue sky ideas, but one thing that they spent a lot of time talking about was the fact that there may be a Moana attraction. There may be a Zootopia attraction uh, replacing Dinoland USA at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which has needed to go for a long time. It is a janky roadside carnival that feels like it's just plopped in the middle of a beautiful theme park. Um, It needs to go. End of story. Rest in pieces. So um, I'm excited that Dinoland USA is eventually going to go away. I don't know about the ride Dinosaur because I do love that ride. Uh, I hope that doesn't go away. But the actual carnival area has got to go. I actually really like Dinosaur as well. Um, Also, side note, next time you ride Dinosaur, did you know that there's a... A second, what is it? A carnator- Carnotaurus. Carnotaurus yeah. to your left when the animatronic to the regular one where they take the photo isn't working. And it's even more creepy knowing that the second one is always watching. Yep. Just e- have to say that. <laughs> exactly. So that'll kind of wrap it up for what we're hoping for realistically in 2023. But there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on before we wrap it up here because this <laughs> episode is running long. Well, we got an exciting 2023 ahead of us. So we yeah. had to you know, set it up for uh, all the exciting things. Well, are these our unrealistic expectations? Uh, I don't know about unrealistic, but more of definitely a dreaming type of thing. Okay. Um, before COVID, long before COVID, when Bob Chapek was in charge of the Disney parks 
and not the CEO yet. Uh, he announced at D23 a bunch of things that were coming to Epcot. Epcot was basically getting this gigantic facelift. And since then, since COVID, most of those plans have either changed or been scrapped entirely. Right. Um, I am hoping for a couple of things to be reintroduced to the public as far as that Epcot makeover goes, because obviously Future World is being made over as we speak. It's behind construction walls for years now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to hear some more news on the potential reimagination of Spaceship Earth. That was one thing in in the Epcot experience in the Odyssey building, that white building that's over by Mexico. They had a literal show of things that would was coming to Epcot. And one of them that was featured was the reimagination of Spaceship Earth. Right. Into, uh, I think it was Our Shared Earth, Our Story, or something like that. Well, here's the thing. The last, quote-unquote, technology we see is what Steve Jobs in his garage. Right. Like... And that's what, in the 70s? Well, the thing is, now I have that computer that takes up the entire, you know, garage in my pocket. So... It needs to be updated. Yeah, like it's it's no longer future. It it's the past. Yes. <laughs> um, welcome to the future, or should I say, your future, <laughs> your past. <laughs> um, so I'm really hoping for some news on potentially getting that engine revved back up again, uh, because that ride sorely needs an update. Right. The ride vehicles, the the scenes, everything just needs to be done. It so needs some love. It we'll just sure put it does. that way. And I love Spaceship Earth. So but, do I. But the a lot of the stuff is, uh, is really hard to see. Uh, a lot of the animatronics don't work properly. The ride track is uber uncomfortable. <laughs> I just wish that they would make the seats a little bit more comfortable Yeah, give us some ride. cushions. <laughs> like, literally, it's, it's what I would imagine if you were, like, a Barbie or like a toy and you get those plastic like Jeeps, I feel like that's what it would feel like. Because yeah. you're like, feel this plastic pillow behind my head. Yeah. Just give give us the same cushions that like the people mover has. Anyone who falls asleep on me on Spaceship Earth always leans over and like falls asleep on me because yeah. it's just not super comfortable. It's the only way you're comfortable. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but um, yes, I'd love to see the reimagining of Spaceship Earth. And then uh, I want to hear some more news about what attraction was coming to the UK pavilion uh, as far as Mary Poppins goes. Because they literally, at D23, they trotted Dick Van Dyke, 93-year-old Dick Van Dyke, out on the stage to, stay, to sing um, Step in Time and do a whole dance number right. to announce this upcoming Mary Poppins attraction. That can't be all for naught. Dick Van Dyke cannot be trotted out there in his 90s, and then you do nothing about it. Yeah, That's got to come back at some point. I don't care what the attraction is, but something else to do at Epcot in World Showcase. Spread the crowd out a little bit. Spread the crowd away from Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. You know, it's something that you'll be able to do on that side of spaceship or uh, uh, on that side of world showcase. Right. Because frozen's on the other side and Mexico's on the other side. Side note. Can we also remove Lumiere's <laughs> or not Lumiere? Uh, the beauty of the beast. Sing-along. Yes. The beauty, not Lumiere. <laughs> who am I trying to, uh, LeFou. Yeah. LeFou's fan fiction <laughs> movie it's from the weird LeFou backstory. Okay. Just as it, it, it seems like somebody who, was like reimagining LeFou's love for Gaston, created a video and snuck it into Disney 
and nobody t- said anything about it. I have a question for you because we experienced this together for the first time. Sure. Is there ever is there ever been an attraction or anything at any of the theme parks where you left after seeing something for the first time and go, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> I can't think of anything. Enchantment. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That was like that was wild. Here, Beauty and the Beast sing along. You figure you're gonna go in there, you're gonna get the hits. You're gonna get, be- you're gonna get the bell song from the beginning. You're gonna right. get Gaston. You're gonna get Beauty and the Beast. You're gonna get uh, something there. You're gonna get all the the hits. This was not that. <laughs> it was something that needs to go. <laughs> so, just as a side note, also maybe take a closer look at that one, Disney. Yeah, for real. Um, and just a couple more things here. Uh, you want to touch on this one here? Yeah, we'd love more news on the blue sky ideas from D23 at Destination D23 in September. The funny thing is when we were watching, well, I was watching uh, D23. Yeah. I was texting you. Yeah. And my texts were coming out so erratic <laughs> because the news, the blue sky suggestions were very erratic. It was like, how would you like this? Or maybe this. Have you ever thought about this? Maybe this would be cool in the park. And I I was texting you all of these things they were saying without any confirmation. It was like they were, I don't even know, just pulling ideas out of thin air. Well, I don't think they were pulling them out of thin air. The, this I stuff knew they been weren't. But concepted. It, but it felt like it when they're like, would you like this? It was like they were dangling a a million carrots yeah. in How front of us. How would you feel us. about this? They, I think they wanted to test reactions, honestly. I mean... Um, but the first question that was asked was, you love Big Thunder Mountain. What do you think about the area behind Big Thunder Mountain? You're like, <laughs> what? It's all trees. And <laughs> I like, love it. <laughs> they're like, there is a ton of space there, and here's what we might do there. And then they were like, a villain's park, Casita. And it was like, all these things are, I was like, whoa, that sounds awesome. Yeah, but those were the things I was like texting you like, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. But, but none they... of them were official announcements. They were no. all like, how do you feel about this? This might be a thing. And so I'm really hoping, or we're really hoping, that more news on those blue sky ideas. We would like some solid information. Yeah, like what is actually potentially coming or what is not coming from what you talked about. But I'd love to hear more news about you know what's going on um maybe even from bob Iger himself at destination d23 that would be amazing here in florida so who knows and then there's one more thing on our list that i kind of wanted to touch on and i think this is a brilliant idea thank you very much uh i wanted to this is something that you're dreaming up throw this idea i'm dreaming this up um it has never been talked about um i'm just hoping that they repurpose something for my idea. We discussed that potentially at the end of the 50th anniversary, March 31st, that Harmonious is going away at Epcot. Sad day. If you're not familiar with what Harmonious looks like, go see our many thousand times watched video on YouTube, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. That video is now monetized. Help us out. Um, Go watch the show, Harmonious. In the show, there's a giant center ring in the middle of the World Showcase Lagoon. And then there's four kind of like taco shell-shaped barges that are kind of flanking the circle. Right. The 
if Harmonious is going away, then that means the barges are going to go away, most likely. That technology costs so much money. Millions of dollars to make those barges and those LEDs and the water effects and all that stuff. Tons of money. Why waste said taco barges? <laughs> taco barges. I don't care about the big ring. That, that can go. Why waste said taco barges? Or bring the ring. When you can, and I know, I don't know if there's any sort of waterway that connects Epcot to Animal Kingdom. I don't think there is. There are cars. <laughs> but there's trucks and there's stuff that you can transport in the middle of the night. There's different things. I want them to take the four taco barges from Harmonious, if it in fact is going away or the structures are going away, and ship them over to Disney's Animal Kingdom, put them in the water where uh, the dreadfully failed Kite Tales show took place and the former Rivers of Light Stadium. Right. Put them in there and create a brand new nighttime spectacular at Animal Kingdom with those four barges because it's literally a perfect spot. It, it's big enough. I was there earlier today. It's big enough to fit all four of those. There is water, which those barges have the ability to have water effects. There's no pyro necessary, even though they are capable of shooting off pyro. There's no pyro necessary to have a good show with those barges. Which, if you don't know... We can't have pyro or fireworks at Animal Kingdom Correct. because of the, the animals. animals. <laughs> so bring not even necessarily an updated version of Rivers of Light, but give me a an all new nighttime show at Animal Kingdom so that park has a reason to stay open late outside of you maybe being able to walk through Pandora. Right. That park should be open late. Shut down Safari, shut down whatever you got to shut down with the animals and all that, but give a, a, a reason to spend a little bit more time at Animal Kingdom and catch an amazing show on the water in that literal water stadium that's already built. Yeah. It is the perfect place to repurpose technology so you don't have to throw it in the world's biggest dumpster when Harmonious is over. Yeah. Because that is literal millions of dollars down the drain if you're just going to get rid of those barges. A hundred percent. Well, I would love to see that. I think it would be gorgeous at Animal Kingdom. And I guess we'll see what ends up happening after the 50th anniversary comes to a close. Yep. So we'll see. All right. Well, that wraps up our 2023, yeah. uh, I guess, what we know, what we're excited about, all of the above. There are so many things that we didn't talk about for us personally that we're excited about. Uh, we're looking forward to bringing you guys lots of new experiences. Yeah. We actually are going to be doing something brand new to both of us this upcoming week. Um, we're going to be going to dine with orcas at SeaWorld. I'm really excited about this. I've never done this um, outside of when I worked at SeaWorld and I would work it. Um, so I think this is going to be really cool. We're really excited to bring you different experiences in the parks that you guys might know about. There is actually scavenger hunts that happen in the parks. We're excited to uh, introduce you to an organization, Alley Rocks 405. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that at a later time. So that's a little sneak peek Allie for you. Allie does rock. Yeah, Allie does rock. And we're excited to talk about that and um, spread her message and... You know, we're going to get to talk to her mom and I won't I won't give away too much, but. 
be looking out for that. It's going to be really big. For sure. Uh, we're excited to be able to bring you to back to Give Kids the World. Um, we're hoping to volunteer there. We're excited to go to the events that were canceled due to the hurricane with Give Kids the World. Mm-hmm. We are hoping to visit Gatorland. There's just so many things that we're excited to bring you guys as life returns to normal and actually really returns to normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also we want to do more things together and we just, you know, want to be able to do all these things and bring it straight to you. And you guys are such a huge part of it. If you are part of our Patreon to our patrons, thank you so much. You are the real rock stars as we go into 2023. And if you are looking to join our Patreon page, a reminder, we do a giveaway every month. We are um, starting to add new things. We're excited to bring you guys more options. And uh, their support means so, so much as we continue to reach our goals as we start off this new year as an engaged park hopping couple. Yes. And we're excited to bring you guys on the ride with us. Yeah. And uh, if you want to support that endeavor, head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. You can join for as little as $3 a month. That is less than any place's cup of coffee that you get in the morning. And you get a full month's worth of behind the scenes content and uh, potential, uh, opportunities to win uh, prizes from us directly also if you've ever wanted to be on our show one of our tiers actually has the opportunity to do that you too can be a park hopper yeah and also if you have questions shoot us a message we'll be happy to answer any of them that we can but and for one day only we could be a thruple of park hoppers (laughs) welcome (laughs) (laughs) well on that note (laughs) we are going to go ahead and end this episode this is our first episode of 2023 i am so excited to see what this year brings together and uh, i think at this point we want you guys to keep an eye out we've got so many fun things happening in january and throughout the year and we are going to keep our ears to the ground to make sure we let you know any news that we hear so you know right away but until next time we'll see you around the parks thanks for watching thanks for listening we love you everybody Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.